What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Verzi Effect Podcast Show. My name is Paul Verzi, and today is Thursday, March 23rd, 2017, and you guys are listening to episode 299. That's right, everybody. One away from the big 300 episode, which uh, I will do something special uh, next week, putting it together now. But uh, crazy how many episodes uh, that I've done. I hope everybody had a good time in between shows. I have a great episode today. I have a very special guest with me. We're going to do two parts uh, on the show. Uh, One will be on for the Patreon subscribers. Uh, A lot of stuff to talk about today. Uh, We're going to talk about uh, pizza with my guest. I'll get into that. Uh, My unacceptable, your guys unacceptable. We'll talk a little sports. And uh, yeah, man, just uh, another full-fledged Verzi Effect podcast uh, for you guys today. Wherever you may be, in your cubicle driving your car, hating your fucking job, wherever you may be. But first, uh, let me uh, welcome my guest, uh, one of my favorite dudes, uh, really, really um, good friend of mine, very, very funny and talented, up-and-coming comedian. We did a podcast together, and uh, it was one of the best-reviewed shows that we've had, uh, that I've had on here, uh, just because uh, we have a good flow. The one and only Alexis, do you have a middle initial? L. Alexis L. Guerreros. Is what that up, everybody? Yeah, that's exactly right. Do you have a middle name? I do, Thomas. Thomas? Really? Yeah, Paul Thomas Verzi. Paul Mine's T. Alexis Leonardo Guerreros. Oh, my God. Right? Yeah, I sound like an interior designer. <laughs> it's embarrassing. Alexis Leonardo? Yeah, Leonardo. Wow, my name Italian. was actually. Well, I don't know. No, it's also Spanish. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. Yeah. My name was that's supposed to be. just me being be. selfish because yeah. of fucking Leonardo da Vinci. <laughs> yeah, you're like, that's mine. You can't have that. That's ours, okay? <laughs> what did the Spanish Leonardo do better than yeah. fucking Leonardo da Vinci? <laughs> Probably dancing. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, yeah. the My name was supposed to be Rolando. Rolando was your, like your the, first name was going to be Rolando. yeah that's like the family name that they give to like the every other male for some reason in my family but like I'm fat you, you like Rolando is a fat guy it makes yeah. sense I don't look like an Alexis no you know? you know what dude honestly now that you say that not because you said the fat thing because you look great I know you lost weight you do look like a Rolando uh, right a, don't I yeah, I look like Ronaldo. I should be changing a tire in Union City New Jersey just like <laughs> that's Rolando you know yeah I gotta take the car down to Rolando <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah Rolando yeah Rolando doesn't Rolando doesn't isn't a dad Dentist, you know what I mean? Oh, and speaking of that, everybody, speaking of cars, I was talking to you guys about how I was in the market for a new whip, and uh, I was just like, man, I don't know what to do. How do you buy a car? What's the right way? Do you go in? I am officially out the market, everybody. There is no more um, in the market for me buying a car. Uh, I made the, I basically woke up hungover, and uh, <laughs> I woke up hungover. And uh, I bought a Lexus, everybody. It's uh, he it's, bought me, baby. Yeah, I bought. Yeah, yeah. I bought. Uh, I bought a Ronaldo. Yeah. No, I, I bought a, a Lexus. I'm happy with it. It's beautiful. It's plush, as I like to say. So I'm done. I'm now. I'm out. It's so dope. It's uh, so dope. Yeah. Did I ever tell you the first thing I ever said to my wife? No. This is a true story. All right. So I grew up with the name Alexis. It's a girl's name. It sucks, right? But I found a way to make it my own. So this is absolutely 100% true. I've been married for 10 years. Yeah. I've been with my wife for 16 years. We've been dating since the first day of college. This is the first thing I said to her. We were at a party during college orientation, and uh, she was sitting there by herself. I'm flirting with her, and um, I what could tell. What college is this? What college? This is St. Peter's, St. Okay. Peter's in New Jersey City. Yeah, no one cares. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we listen. They gave me money. I got into NYU. Could not afford that. They're like, "Do you have eighty thousand dollars a year?" I'm like, "No." How much money are you gonna give me? They're like, "Nothing." I'm like, "Well, then, no. Goodbye." <laughs> um, so 
I asked her, you know, what, what her name was, and she said Donna. I thought she said Madonna, right? And I was like, yo, Madonna, that's such a cool name. Like, totally, <laughs> like, way overdoing it, dude. And then I said to her, I was like, um, she asked me what my name is, and I was like, wait, 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 wait. Before I tell you my name, what kind of car do you drive? And she's like, uh, Chevy? And I was like, cool, because tonight you might be riding a Lexus. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> and she married you after and that. And she married me, dude. So, obviously, it wasn't that bad. I, everyone is cringing right now listening to it. That's and you're like, right. But it worked. It worked. That's like the greatest like early 90s line ever. Yes. Like That reminds me of like a line in Fresh Prince. Right. And like that, that would work in there, and it worked for you. Tonight, you might be riding a Lexus. That is fucking all. What year was that? That was, wow. That was, I met her in 99, dude. Wow. That was 1999. That was like official. That was like perfect. Dude, I had that thing loaded in the barrel forever, and I never got to use it. First time I used it, I married the girl. So all of you are laughing at me right now. It worked. I don't care. <laughs> and you yeah. met her. She's a dope chick. Well, you didn't get laid that night, though, did you? No, of course yeah, not. Yeah, no, she's a good girl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, if yeah, you wouldn't yeah. be with her right now if, yeah. if, if that actually did happen. I mean, all the other women in the room were wet, though, you know, when they heard it. I mean, it was just this one. You know, it was a bit more respectful. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. I, I was, you know. You just got a car. You got a Jeep. I was looking at, as a matter of fact, I was looking at Jeep. Don't I do was, it. I was looking at Jeep. Don't do it unless you want to, I don't know, buy uh, buy the guy who owns the gas station a new car. You know, I liked I liked some of the Jeep trucks, the Cherokee. I was looking at it. Although the Laredo is dope inside, man. Yeah. I think, like, it looks like a BMW inside. Yeah, I some of the Jeeps were really nice, and uh, I was like, that's what the military uses. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know yeah. the engines are pretty good. I think if you take care of a Jeep... So uh, then somebody was just like, uh, you know, Giannis actually was like, hey, man, a buddy of mine that I grew up with works at this Lexus dealer. I'm like, dude, Lexus is, is you know, that's, that's, a, that's a really, you know, expensive luxury car. I do want luxury. Let's go see. And uh, they made it happen, man. And I, I couldn't be happier. It's got the light leather. I'm a light leather guy. Uh, so, yeah, and it's like last night was the first night I took it to the city. And you know when you get a new car? You're like, you, you know, don't want to park that shit anyway. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like, I like made sure now. And I would always look at somebody and be like, uh, "This guy's right, relaxed, buddy. You got a yeah, nice." Yeah. But no, like, I'm giving myself like four feet each side. Right. Uh, if you guys hear running around and nails hitting a floor and barking, it's not Alexis. Yeah, that's me. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's Alexis trying to get to the fucking yeah. bakery thing he brought me. <laughs> By the way, this guy brings in. So Alexis, and we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about health stuff more on the um on the. Uh, Funny health stuff, though. I know that sounds yeah. like, yeah, that's not what you want to hear in a podcast. And listen, so go go to the Patreon subscription that you paid for to hear health stuff. No, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be the worst uh, Patreon it's, ever. It, it's going to be funny and humorous. But uh, Alexis was dealing with issues with, um, like, like fucking millions of Americans with worrying about your blood pressure going up and down and all shit like that. And he's telling me all this shit, and he shows up to my. I'm like dozing off listening to ESPN. The kids are gone, and uh, the kids are at school. My wife's at work. And, uh, you know, I got home from work last night pretty late. So I'm just like, poor guy's outside my door going, dude, Verzi, are you home? He's looking at the he's Well, looking you got at the no phone. doorbell. This is like how suburb, this is how country this is. Yeah. You don't even have a fucking doorbell. No, no. Because people don't, people don't ring here. No, no one it's shows like, yeah, up if you end. come to my house, yeah. I know you're coming usually, but yeah. I fell asleep on you. So. Any Jehovah's Witness in this area are going to have like bruised <laughs> knuckles because they, no one has doorbells here. <laughs> so, uh. He finally calls my phone. Luckily, it wakes me up. I did on um, um, purposely. I put my ringer on. Usually, it's on silent. You'd oh, still yeah. be out there, and uh, <laughs> that whole that whole pastry would be gone. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be sitting there eating it by myself. Yeah, asshole. I stole your Lexus. All right, get <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, so 
I open the door and this guy's got a fucking bakery box because he's got class and he knows how to show up. But anytime Alexis has ever been to my house and, and I, you know, I, I think we're, I think it's safe to say we're, we're, we're friends, we're good friends now. Yeah, for sure. And, and you've come to my house, but every time you come to my house with something, it's either like some sort of loaf of bread with like either prosciutto, ham. <laughs> yeah. So he comes. I do it up big, everybody. <laughs> Invite me to your place, though. <laughs> he comes in with this box that's probably about. Looks like three and a half, four inches wide. Uh, and like not, like it would look like a pan pizza, like a personal pan pizza size box. Not a big pizza, but you know, a little, one of those personal ones. And I'm like, oh, I wonder what this is. And I'm, he's like, it's like oh, the I got- kind you would get like Italian cookies in. Yeah, so that's what I thought. When yeah. I opened the box, I thought it was going to be a fucking, an array of cookies. I thought it looked like, you know, there'd be like four of those little mini cannolis. You'd get some of those or the macaroons. Right. Yeah. You get the, the try, the tri level. What is that? The three, yeah. the cake. Yeah. With I the thought there might even be a couple of black and white. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 a couple yeah, yeah. Of black. I open this thing and it's a discus. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a, it's a laser CD. Remember those? <laughs> it looks like something they use in fucking, yeah. In a discus throw in the Olympics, <laughs> but it's a loaf of, it's a circular loaf of bread. And I'm like, what is this? And he's like, Yo, let me know. It's covered in chocolate and a little bit of toffee and a little bit of powdered sugar. Yeah, so it's powdered sugar. It's like swirls of chocolate. But then on the bottom, the bottom is hard because it's caked over hard, like shell, chocolate shell. And he's like, hey, dude, you mind if I, I just get to, you know, go wash my hands real quick or whatever? And I was like, yeah, yeah. And like as I did it, I got the knife and I cut a little slice and I bit it. And I was, I could not fucking believe woke I think you up. I started yelling yeah like I woke up from a nap and I was like instantly up like what the fuck is this so then he comes and he's talking about his, talking about his blood pressure and he's like, yeah let me just get a little and he's like oh my god like you could take the butter yeah. it was it's fucking unbelievable it's we, from a local bakery it sounded in his his house like the kitchen area sounded like a porn where like the girl's microphone is off. It's just two guys going, ah, oh, ah, oh, yeah, ah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and like mumbling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we got chocolate on our cheeks and shit. It, <laughs> it looked like kids who stole a Like chocolate. a gay porn. Like, uh. yeah. <laughs> Dude, it was, it was, uh, not that I ever watched oh, the gay God, porn. Your, your dog is biting me. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, no, that, that's his, he didn't like push down. No, hard, no, no. He get over here. Playing. That's not, get over here. I'm sorry. No, no, he's like playing. He, it was like a bracelet. Where's, where's your bone? Go get your bone. Go get your bone. Go get your bone. That's what it's like having a wolf, everybody. Yeah, yeah for like sure. He's, he's he's not. He didn't mean to. Like, no, that's no, his, no. He does that to us. Yeah, no, he and didn't like, he yank down. down. No, no. That's so funny. It was we're like white a, fang. We're doing a podcast, <laughs> and, you got, and Alexis just goes, "Oh man!" I go, "What? Your dog's biting me." <laughs> yeah. Well, it's got its sit mouth down. wrapped around sit, like a sit, bracelet. Sit down. Sit down. Oh, uh, okay. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna have to take oh. care of Lord. Hold on. Pause for a second. Okay, we're back. And oh, when I mean yeah. back, we're back from the hospital. Alexis got his arm wrapped up. <laughs> Why, and, uh, you know, you don't need every finger, you know? You don't need you all ten. You know what the funniest thing was? We're just listening back, and I'm going like, uh, if the guy's moaning, it's like a gay porn. And then I'm like, not that I know what a gay porn sounds like. <laughs> Wait, the dog's barking, and it just left it at that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's like a weirdest place to stop the joke. <laughs> um, Imagine we started again, you're like, I just want to re- I want to tell everyone I've never seen a gay porn. You, like, really hammer the point I home. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just figure with a dick in your mouth, you moan, no yeah. matter what the sex. Yeah. But it's so funny that I said I have chocolate on my cheek and you go gay porn as if that's like shit. You oh, know? That's, <laughs> I didn't even think of that. But, uh, well, I did. All right. Well, this took a turn for the <laughs> – yeah. this took a weird turn. Oh. Um, no. So uh, I just – we just gave Lloyd a treat and he has fucking – He almost got a treat, which was my hand. So I'm glad yeah. you gave him one. Yeah. The thing about uh, dogs that are half wolves, and you guys will hear a lot more about it in the special, which I'm shooting May 2nd, but um, he is – he plays as if when Lloyd – 
when a dog that is like a, a wild dog or, or he's not a wild dog, they call him primitive. When a dog like that plays, and I learned this from, from dog people, he's playing with you in a happy way, the way he would play with a sibling. So like his, his mouth is open, he's jumping around, he's jumping on you, but his tail is wagging. So he thinks you're going to just start like batting him around and you're like, no, dude, I have flesh, yeah. I can bleed. Like, <laughs> yeah, this is, why, this is why I don't trust dogs. This is why I don't like, I don't want to have a dog. Yeah. People think I hate dogs. It's not that I hate dogs. I'm very, I like Lloyd, yeah, right? Yeah. I'm nice to Lloyd when it comes yeah, by. Yeah, yeah. I don't push him off. I don't, you know, yeah, put him no, in a closet. No. Yeah, he's, but, but, but dogs think you're a dog. Yeah, well, you're and also, I'm not a, I'm not a dog. You've also been, well, I've seen you eat. Yeah, <laughs> right. I'm a cow. I mean, Lloyd's yeah, got. I've yeah. seen Lloyd. Lloyd's yeah. got a calmer demeanor yeah. when when the bowl comes. Uh, <laughs> you you forget I saw you eat that thing I brought. Okay. Oh my god, dude. You you here's the thing that you've done. I don't know if you know this, but you've brought in three things to my house. Um, the donuts you brought from the place in Jersey. Yeah, there's a place called Jadiki's in Bayonne. Ridiculous. You, you could tell that it wasn't a regular donut type of taste. No. It was a it it. it it was shaped like a donut. It looked like a donut. It had the sprinkles and all that. But when you bite it, it but was... But if you remember, you were full when I brought it. You yes. like There was a lot of stuff. So you're like, I can't. And I go, just do me a favor. Just call me when you try one. And you call me the next morning. You're like, get these things out of my house. And, and, and the best part about the donut was it was so good, delicious. And I want to use the word unique to taste, right? Um, that I would wake up. Like yeah. I'd wake, I woke up at three o'clock in the morning and the box was in the fridge and I would come to the kitchen and take one bite. Yeah. And then, and then I would take another bite and it'd be half left. And I, and I, there was like four left and I had to throw it away because I knew if I didn't, you would if eat I didn't, all. I would eat it. Yeah. So I literally was, and my wife is going, did you just, did you, <laughs> did you just go to the kitchen in the middle of the night to bite a donut, one bite of a donut? Just one bite of a donut. And I'm like, listen, we're not going to get those donuts a lot. Yeah, no. You know, and I'm not letting them all go to waste because if four have to go to waste, I'm at least getting a bite. Um. You brought that. You brought the meat bread, which was yeah, great. Yeah, the, the lard bread, which I don't know if I've ever explained. It's like super old school. It's it's uh, bread dough. They make this in a really old school bakery, which don't I now sugarcoat it. It's called lard bread. It's called lard bread, <laughs> but it's like important. You know, it's really old it's school. Important. Yeah, it's important. It's it's a slice of history, folks. You're eating an important part of history. Uh, it's it's this old school bakery I live a block away from now, which I brought it before I even lived there. Um, I used to go to this neighborhood just for this bread. It's dough mixed with uh, pig fat, so lard, um, cracked black pepper. Um, like coarse uh, cracked black pepper, which is good because it's going to cut through everything else I'm about to tell you. Chunks of pancetta and chunks of aged provolone in the dough. And when you bake it up, you the whole bread just tastes like yeah. a mix of that cheese and pancetta. And then you get all these pieces. What I do is I take it home and I slice it real thick. And I'll toast that on the cast iron pan and then fry an egg and put that on top. Jeez. And then when you break the yolk, it goes into all those pancetta and aged provolone holes. Oh, my God, dude. Right? And maybe I'll yeah. put a little hot sauce in between so it mixes with the yolk. All right, we went to – now it's food porn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, you hated me before, but now you're all jerking off, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all the fat listeners are like, rewind that, rewind yeah. that. What kind of bread? Some guy's rubbing his own tits. I just heard tits. pig lard. <laughs> I heard pig lard. Guy's rubbing Crisco on his nipples. <laughs> you know, I had no idea Crisco was used for sex. No, is it? Yeah. I went to – my wife uh, went to go see – one of her favorite photographers took a lot of photos of like Studio 54 and those places back in the day. So they did a whole thing of it at the Museum of Sex, like yeah. all these – great, and there's Crisco bottles everywhere. 
Oh, like, yeah? And I'm like, why is there so many Crisco bottles? And the guy's like, oh, if you do the audio tour, they explain, like, there was a, there was a lot of, like, you know, uh, homosexual activity in those nightclubs, and Crisco was used back then because you couldn't, lube wasn't easily found. I was like, all right, too much well, information. A couple of gay guys just fucking ransacked yeah. the kitchen. But, like, apparently, like, it's used, <laughs> everyone uses it. I didn't know this. That two fat guys running. All right, grab the Crisco. Now you're right. <laughs> they got any bread back there? Yeah. Grab the Crisco. You guys haven't sex? No, we're cooking. <laughs> guy's getting Maybe. fucked in his ass with a loaf of bread in his mouth. Well, he's holding on to a cast iron pan. <laughs> He's cooking. I'm making eggs. Well, you fucked me. Is that cool? Uh, this is the funniest podcast ever, only because I've never had. We're to- it went from dogs to food to gay sex, back to gay sex. I'm getting bait in the middle yeah, yeah. of the I thing. Mean, how did we go from lard bread to bakeries to two guys fucking rubbing Crisco on their tits, fucking each other? Um, you know what's funny is my whole life sexually. Oh, my God. This podcast is all <laughs> this over is, the joint. Yeah, We're not going according to this yeah. list at all. No, no. Uh my whole life sexually, and I don't want—I don't want to get weird or put you or you—I'm not trying to do anything like that. But I never was a lube guy. Like I never was a—I never was a. It was either a condom, no condom. Yeah. And that was—it was never like like I got friends that are like, hey, dude, you use ice cubes? Yeah. Hey, did you, <laughs> yeah, you, you, yeah. hey, you ever get? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. hey, you ever get butter? You ever yeah. melt wax? It's no. like no. Yeah, me neither. Like, I don't have time to right. like. I'll be honest with you, like, and this is really personal. I can't believe I'm saying it, but like, if I get like. Hot and heavy and foreplay. Right, right, right. As soon as like a hand or anything like goes near my dick, like yeah. I want to go. Like, yeah, I wanna, yeah. I'm like, the same way. I'm not like, hold on, let's go to the fucking candle, like go get a candle and right. Like I'm not. It's I like imagine to... like a drag car racer. You know, you're up there, the lights are starting to go. You're like, wait, 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 wait. I gotta go get my gloves. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like I don't just have, fucking race. I don't. Have, yeah, I don't <laughs> yeah. have that whole like let's set it up. No, me let's neither. Let's get matches or let's get. A Those light. are the people that say they fuck for like four hours. You, yeah. it, you don't. You're not pumping for four hours. Fuck. It's that's, that's all the setup. I'll never You're talking forget, about two hours of setup. You're I'll putting never the forget. swing up. One girl I went yeah. to high school with was like, yeah, this guy banged me for three hours. And I'm like, look, if that did happen, if that did happen, right. there's definitely drugs involved. Or naps. Like, like yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You're counting naps in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're counting two weekends. Yeah, would you watch a Netflix <laughs> like, special? Yeah, you're between? adding every fuck. You're adding the Saturday minutes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, that's like, I was never, yeah, I don't know what it is. I think it's like... Uh, is it is Europeans doing more shit like that? Is it a European thing? No, you know thing? what it is. Well, the, Sting was into that tantric sex, which is like where you fuck till you just before you're gonna come and then you stop, and it takes ten hours. So like when you do come, like your brain is filled with like these euphoric nodes, and like you know your brain just goes off crazy because you stop right before you come forever. What? Yeah, it's like you do yoga. Like it's that's what Sting was known for. Yeah, I think ten I- hours of sex. Could you no, imagine you can't that? have ten hours straight. No, 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 no. It's it's like the whole like there's a, there's like massages involved. There's all this like it's like a, it's like this weird experience, but it takes ten hours of starting the sexual activity. You don't stop, and then you don't you don't finish. You don't climax until ten hours later, or like four or five. So hours you're basically later. fucking around and messing around for ten hours. For ten hours without coming, without and then coming. you finally come, and it's just like yeah, it's like being you, a teenager. You, you, you again. sleep till fucking <laughs> yeah. you sleep till the winter. Yeah, yeah. You come and your your spine shatters. <laughs> You're a puddle of a human being. I, yeah, I just don't have time. Like, I, I like, I, yeah, I can't hold. I, yeah, no, I just, I. That's not nothing that I'm capable of doing. No, not at all. Um, God, I hope my wife never hears it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, my wife knows all of this. My wife's gonna be like, "What'd you do today? Ah, I just had a pod. The podcast go with Alexis. Fine. Yeah. Food. Don't listen to it. Food and yeah. gay stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lots of gay stuff. Ah, you don't need to hear it. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Uh, you're you're um you're married now. How many years? This will be my uh, in August. It'll be eleven years. Oh, okay. So you, I'm I'm coming up on. By 10. the way, June. I'm sorry. August is when we met. June. It'll be eleven years. Your your ceremony was in June. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and you met in August. Yeah, we met in August. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, so you're a year. 
You're a little less than a year. Uh, you're about, I would say, uh, eight months longer than we've been married. Oh, we were really? Mar- we're married in November uh, of 07. You guys are doing it right. You have, like, a house and, like, kids. <laughs> we're, yeah, like, yeah. we're just... I'm going. I'm going to bakeries and getting lard bread still. Well, that's what <laughs> I want. That's what I want to talk about since I have you on here. Then I'm going to do my unacceptable. Uh, then we're going to uh, do your guys' unacceptables. We're going to talk about uh, uh, some some. Uh, well, I didn't see a movie. We'll talk about the Dave Chappelle uh, specials, and um, we'll talk about Sweet Sixteen going on tonight. Do a little bit. You know, Nick still sink, uh, stink, and the Yankees uh, look like they're going to be a really good young baseball team, which is always fun. So uh, which hasn't I got Alexis since like I got, 1996. Who? Are Yankees having a young baseball squad? No, they have not. Yeah. I mean, they won after that. But, yeah, this is like the first time. Well, you know what? You had to blow it up yeah. and rebuild. Like, Cashman did a really good job by saying, you know what? Let's just dump the money. You know, Jeter's Smart gone. Guy. Mariano's yeah. gone. Let's let's fucking bring up the farm. And, hey, you got to – every organization – we'll talk about it after. But, yeah, every yeah. organization has got to do that. Um, I'm sitting here with my guest today, special guest Alexis Guerrero. Is always having fun. Um, that's why we're doing two podcasts today because uh, it's just it's just always fun. It's too and, much fun uh, for one episode. Yeah, dude. Like I'm having too much fun. We're 20 minutes in, and and who knows where this is gonna go? But it's gonna get even more fun because we're gonna talk about pizza right now. Now, for you people that don't know, uh, I don't know if I talked about this with Alexis because Alexis is big um, into soccer. So you're doing something, Alexis, that I think is really smart. Uh, and, and we talk about this. I've talked about this with Bill Burr. I've talked about this with Giannis. I've talked about this with a lot of comedians and people in the business. And in the business today, it's not like the way it was. A, a few people get the keys to the car. A few people, just industry goes, like they're like 10 months in, like, yeah, we're going to give them a show do that. What you have to do in reality is you have to do your own, you have to carve out your own niche. You have to, you know, it's it's... It's whatever, you know, you like to do, and then you get your fan base of that, whether it be, you know, a podcast, whether it's a sports thing, whether it's a food thing, whether it's, uh, you know, your own show that you just built up, whatever the fuck it is that you're doing, you bring the, you know, you have a base. And we right. always talk about, you know, in, in, in business today, you have to just do what you do, and, and the people that like it come and see you and, and, and enjoy what you do. And you're doing that with soccer and food. Um, you're one of the only comedians that I know that is... Um, a big into soccer. You have uh, the Cooligans podcast with you and Christian Polanco, which is yeah. blowing up. You guys are getting asked to big soccer events and 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 you know festivals. And I know you guys uh, honored a soccer player with that uh, burger that you. Yeah, gave yeah, us. we made a burger for him. We named a burger after him, and he was he still messages us today. About and I how see all the pictures on social media of you and Christian at the New York Football Club's yeah, uh, yeah. games and all that stuff. And you're also a foodie who's pitching a show to to uh, the Food Network. And you're somebody that like I'm not even trying to be funny here, and I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to be funny here because Alexis is a comedian and we're on a podcast and oh let's make a joke about food. No, Alexis is literally, literally the type of person that will bite something and he knows the ingredients of it. Like he'll be, <laughs> like no, like I've it's never true. seen no, like he'll bite something, like even a loaf of bread and go oh so they you the yeast was this yeah. and they used about this much butter or they they like you know things about that look. Like I learned how to cook a steak because of you, because yeah. you, uh, you know, this is this is the type of gift I get from this guy around the holidays. You know, some people send like bottles, some people send cookies, some people send flowers. This guy sent me a cast iron pan, <laughs> which, yeah. by the way, has gotten more use. You'd be very happy to know. But you also told me how to um, how to cook a steak, and I will give that information. Uh, I, some people know it. Where you, you I mean, I, I talked to Burr. He yeah. said his is similar to yours, but he does it a little different. But it's basically. You know, I'm a medium rare guy. Yeah. So you heat the pan and you get the oven on. You sear it a little bit one side. You sear it a little bit the other side after salting it. 
then you let the butter melt in, you put it in the oven for however long the temperature you want, it comes out great. Now, I didn't know any of that cast iron pan shit. I didn't know any of that steak stuff until you were like, because to me, it was like, if I want a good steak, you go out I'm going to go it. to the Palm. I'm yeah. going to go to Morton's. I'm going to go, yeah. I'm going to go somewhere, Frankie and Johnny's. Right, in the, for you know, sure. Yeah. I'm going to go somewhere and get where I know the filet is great. Right. And, and don't get it twisted. They get a better cut of steak than you're ever going to buy on your own, for sure. Right. But you, there's a, there's a way to make incredible steak at your well, house. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you this. There is a, there is a butcher shop yeah. in Connecticut here called Prime. Okay. And I went there and I overdid it. Like I overshot, <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know, like I, I got the bill and it was like, I know it was like $140. Yeah. I spent $140 on these cuts. Right. So my mother, my stepfather, my older brother, everyone's coming. Like, I'm cooking steaks. Yeah. You come to my house at three o'clock. We're going to have some cocktails. Yeah. I'm cooking steaks. Yeah. And they're like, you're going to do it on the grill. I go, no, I'm not doing it on the grill. I'm doing it on the cast iron pan. I'm doing it in the oven. Um, and I did it and I got these prime cuts. I mean, I got. The yeah. steaks were the fillet was was restaurant quality. Like yeah. like Stacy got the fillet. Everyone else, I got these gigantic sirloins. Nice, but it was amazing, and I I did it with with the salting it, and I did it with all that stuff. Now, uh, you're a big ingredient guy. You're a big this little bit matters, that little bit matters when you cook like the touch. But I wanted to bring this into pizza now. Because and by the way, you know, there's a lot of people listening that are saying like, you're supposed to put like the rosemary and the garlic and the butter. And you and I had this conversation. Look, when how, it comes se- to look steak, how serious and stubborn yeah, you are. Yeah. Like, I wasn't even. I was trying to transition. <laughs> yeah, you were gonna go. I'm trying to transition a pizza, and he's going, well, no, you know, now they're yeah. gonna think I don't know how to cook a steak no. with the rosemary. But like, yeah, no, because <laughs> here's my thing. If you're if you need to do that, I feel like you're you're taking away from the steak flavor. And what right. you probably notice about that $140 amount of steak is the flavor of a great steak is already good. I don't feel like you need to add too much to that. Well, they say a great steak, a, you don't put sauce. You don't put anything. You don't put anything. No, yeah. you don't. That's why I've saw well, I mean, you would anything needs a little salt and pepper. You no, know, you got to put salt and pepper because yeah. that's just natural. You're cooking some of that out of it anyway, so you might as well add it and maybe go a little more. You know, um, right. but like, you know, you see these videos online where people are basting the steak. They, you know, they turn up the pan and there's rosemary and garlic and the butter. Yeah, I get it. You know, you're adding a little flavor to the butter. You don't need it. You're gonna, you're taking away from the steak. You know, there's only so many taste buds in your mouth. Okay. You know, why why would you, you know, cloud it up? It's like you got a beautiful picture and you're like, oh, but but get this like neon light lit up, you know, frame. It's like that's too much. It's taken away from the, the painting. You know what I mean? Right. Just show me the painting. A great steak is great on its own with a little bit of butter and salt and pepper. So now what we're going to do is uh, Alexis is going to – we're doing a two-part to this. We're going to talk about like food and funny shit with like, you know – cholesterol and uh and blood pressure and all that stuff and uh you have an ingredient that you could give us on the you have a do you have a a, a recipe or ingredient to make something enhanced that we could talk about on the patreon yeah for sure all right so so for you patreon subscribers you're gonna hear something you're gonna hear an alexa special i got the steak special and i could promise you it changed the steak game in my home so we'll do something like that on um on patreon for you uh, patreon listeners and again for um Three a minimum of three dollars, you'll get more more content, more um, more podcasts, and I want to thank everybody that's done that. I'm keep you know I keep adding more, and I know I said the video content. I'm just trying to be able to do that from my phone so I could give you guys my quick like in real time unacceptables. So now I want to transition this uh, podcast, uh, which is already one of my favorites because I know where <laughs> we're going here, um, to pizza. So for the people that don't know, I don't know if we talked about it last time or maybe we touched on it, Alexis. Like all comedians coming up in New York, uh, you know, you want to do something. De- Jerry Seinfeld always said, if you have to have a job or if you have to do something while you're coming up in comedy, make it something that you can walk away from that, you know, it's not a corporate thing. It's just something like when I was probably around like, you know, six, seven years or whatever I would do from um, from home, 
I would do I would help my brother with like calls to like help people's credit get better. I would just do it oh, from yeah? my fucking yeah from my, in my boxer briefs. I'd be on the phone, you know, doing That's stuff. That's awesome. Yeah. So then. Uh, when I eventually went to, you know, you find out, you talk to people. When I, I eventually went to full-time comedy, and then you see comedians, and they're like, oh, my day job or what I do, and I'm always kind of interested. Like, And I would think is sales is an easy way to do it. You do something, which is probably the dopest, probably, <laughs> I was going to say the easiest to walk away from, but I don't know. Yeah, no, I don't think I ever uh, can walk away from uh, it. What Alexis does is he gives... He stayed in the realm, which is so smart because it's part of his business because he's pitching a TV show for, for Food Network and he does comedy. So it's actually brilliant. It's part of what he does is he gives pizza tour. This guy knows the best slices of pizza. Although we do beg to, I do. We had an argument. We had an yeah, argument yeah, with, yeah. A, with a couple because I'm, a, I'm a, the original for me. The original Frank Pepe's in Hartford. No, yeah, no, in, 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 in New Haven. New Haven. The one that was in 1925. That, to me, that ranks up there, dude. I mean, I had the clam pizza, which blew my mind, but even their regular slice, and I did notice a difference from another Pepe's in a casino. Still, yeah. It was still good. There's one in Yonkers. There's one in Yonkers, yeah. there's one in Danbury, and yeah. there's one at Mohegan Sun. Yeah. But the one in New Haven, the original one, I just could tell it just the way it came out. It's a seasoned but, oven. You it, can't You can't, you can't get, duplicate yeah. it. You can't duplicate a seasoned oven. By but, the way, all those old ovens were actually crematorium ovens. Did you know that? No, I they used wait. to create. They they were built to cremate bodies, and then you would buy one for. And then they give you a pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like they, next to Steve, put hey, put this dough in there. Hey, listen, your grandfather did great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, you know, he's he's a, this, here's a clam pie. You <laughs> yeah, know, it's yeah. a going away thing. Uh, <laughs> he was a know. good guy. You know, so we put a little extra sauce on. He walking home with a jar of ashes and <laughs> yeah. a fucking pie. Um, so you give pizza tours in New York City. Yeah, we go. Which over, my like, wife really wants to go on. She's oh like, my can god! We, my wife goes, "Can we please have Alexis take us on?" So, 100%. Yeah, it's done. So now, so give us the day. So give me the day when, so, so and you, you do, you have shows at night. Yeah, yeah. So, so I do this like maybe once or twice a week. Now, does it start at like noon? Uh, they're the that's one. That's the other thing. It's like so part time that it's not even like a job. Yeah, it's not even real. It's like fun. And I get tipped, you know, at the end. It's ridiculous. So how um, many people do you take? We, how many we max out at 16 because that's two whole pies. You know, That's and <laughs> you know, and plus also, you know, New York City restaurants are tiny. Fat people count as more. Yeah, like, listen, yeah. we gotta cut it in half. For I you. saw this guy. We, uh, <laughs> he's gonna be an extra so slice. You'll say, so you'll take sixteen people. What time? Noon. Yeah, uh, most of them start at eleven or at like eleven forty-five at the latest. All right. So now, now you have a vehicle. Like what? Have you no, no, it's about? walking. We do it in neighborhoods where like you could go to three or four spots in like in an, in a certain walking distance. Like I started the Brooklyn one. How I got the job is that my buddy's wife is lactose intolerant. He got the tickets as a gift. They were going to go bad. Like they were, they were going to expire. So he's like, all right, today's the last day I could do it. And she's like, I'm not going. So he was like, all right, I'm going to call Alexis. He's the only person I know who loves pizza as much as anyone else. And I went on the tour. I knew so much about pizza that the guy offered me a job at the end of the tour. He's like, I've never met anyone like you. Oh no! It's... He's like, you got to do this. And uh, so I was like, yeah, I'll do it. This sounds like fun. I don't do anything during the day. And at the time I was like, just trying to figure out what I wanted to do during the day. I was still getting a little bit of unemployment. So I was kind of like just getting close to the end of it. So it was perfect. And uh, yeah, man, it's just, I get to sit there and talk about pizza. And I knew a lot of it already. You know, the only difference is I didn't know like some of the history stuff. And yeah, this dog just knows that there was sweets in that bag. Yeah, he's, he's, he saw a bag that had sweets in it, and his paw literally went halfway up, and he's just going through it. So He's we, a genius. Yeah, you no, think he's, he's going to be loud? Yeah, yeah, he's going to... Yeah, 
So yeah, I take people to pizza places and yeah. we don't just talk about we don't just I don't just give you pizza though. We talk about like the history of pizza. We talk about why it was invented, where it was invented, uh, you know, sort of how we got to pizza where we are now. And especially for like New Yorkers, you know, like New Yorkers will go to Italy and they'll go, they'll come back and be like, ah, oh, the pizza wasn't that good. And you know what? They're right, because our pizza is better because that's the way we grew up with it. And we go over a lot of regional pizza, like St. Louis has their own cheese, and we'll go over Detroit style and why Detroit style was invented. And people ask me about Chicago deep dish now that what garbage is, pile. What, I don't mean to cut you off. What is Detroit style compared to uh, Chicago? If you have you ever had Little Caesars? Maybe once a long time ago. That's considered Detroit style. It's like square but baked in a pan, but it's not like Sicilian. They actually put butter and oil in the pan, so it fries the edges of it. And cheese and sauce goes all the way now to the Now, why edge. Detroit? Like Detroit started that because they used to have these aluminum bins that would get delivered every week okay. clean and at the car factories. So they would just toss dough in it, like oil, butter, and dough, Jesus, and fry it, they would fry it on top of the machines. I'm t- guys, this is like a history class. I'm telling you. This guy knows you guys are getting a special thing here because I'm sure there's a lot of listeners here in New York and Jersey that can go tomorrow or today. But there's also people that come in to visit New York and everybody knows New York is a slice. I mean, listen, Philadelphia, I had the best cheesesteak of my life there. I've multiple places. I've been to like four, not just Jimmy's and not just other. I went to Steak and Hoagie Factory the first time, which yeah. is amazing. That's the place that does like the round slices. It was, of it was, it was, it was crazy. Yeah, yeah. Steak and Hoagie Factory when a buddy that grew up in Philly. And then went to my high school when I went to visit his friends there. We did that. Um, but I loved them all. I love Pat's. I love Gino's. Jimmy's I thought was too oily. But look, when you go there, you pick it and it's the best. New York City, unequivocally, hands down, um, you're going to get pizza that you just can't get in your state. Not saying that to be arrogant. No. Not saying that to it's be 100% dick. true. I just, um, I went to one of the most famous pizza places in Arizona. That my friends. Yeah. 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 I went yeah. there and it was good. Yeah. It was, it was good. It was fresh. The mozzarella was fresh. It melted. It was good. We went to Bianca. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And my buddy said, if you come out and it was very good. But that being said, I think, I don't know if it's water. I don't know if it's whatever it is for some reason. So now give us, give the Verzi effect fans here. This is amazing that you're going to get this because this guy knows it. And when I tell you this guy goes into a fucking restaurant or, or a pizzeria and he starts in, in 10 minutes, you would think him and the owner were going to open a place. <laughs> like, you're like, you're like, it turns into a business meeting. Yeah. Like, like, this guy goes in for a slice, and next thing you go, what kind of oven you got? Yeah? Like, yeah how old? Well, yeah, what? You actually said to him, was it on 750? What do you got? Yeah. Like, you're talking to him about the temperature. I mean, I'm sitting there, like, the, yeah. the, I'll just go. You're just eat. eating pizza. Yeah, I'm just like, what do you, the most, no, the, the farthest I'll take it is you use Grande cheese, because I know that was like, that's like yeah. the best one. Yeah. Right? Well, grande? it's got the most, they, they were able to get like a whole fat, uh, whole fat, low moisture mozzarella to taste like a skim. Skim, for some reason, has better flavor. Yeah. But it just melts like shit. Well, it when looks I worked, like in, I worked in pizzerias. I worked in three. Yeah. And the one, the one that was just the best pizza around, and yeah. everybody loved it. Use Grande. Yeah. Uh, and Although Palio is still great. Palio is still great, but Grande just has a different flavor. It's yeah. great. So, what are, in your estimation, uh, and based on everything that I've known from you with food, uh, you are pretty much spot on. I mean, I can't. There's no flaw in the your best. Game. Was uh, your wife's chili? Because yeah. I don't know if you guys know this, Verzi's wife makes the best chili I've ever had in my entire life. Yes, and 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 people have said like when they have a oh, Verzi, how you know how good is it? And then people come here, Giannis, you, my yeah. older brother, my family. Actually, the first time me and Stacy were together, and I said like the first time that people knew me and Stacy were going to live together, I said she makes a chili. My family went nuts and said, "Cause she make a like we'll pay for the ingredients because she make a big fucking vat of it." Uh, Alexis tasted it. I've been to. I went to Chili Fest. Yeah. In New York City at the yeah. market. Where they, Which she should be a part of. Yeah, like with Thrillist. I yeah. went with Thrillist. Yeah. And yes, they were good and they were unique. My wife's is 
the hardiest, the freshest, the best ingredients. It's, 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 I don't even know how to describe it. Well, let me it. just explain. I mean, I don't want to go too much into her chili, but yeah. all right. So there's like a couple different styles of chili, like some that are heavy in the beans, some that are heavy in smokiness, some that want to be more watery. Uh, you know, like it's a lot like pasta sauces. You know, some pasta sauces, there's like the, the, the solid stuff is at the top and there's water at the bottom. I'm not a fan of that. I like the nice and thick. Um, her... Her chili is layered with so many different flavors yeah. that the, the only way I could explain it was I took two spoonfuls and it was so funny because you and Giannis were making fun of me because I'm like looking up and I'm licking my lips because I'm trying not to focus on anything besides yeah. the flavor. And Giannis is like, oh my God, he's thinking, he's thinking, he's oh, thinking. Oh, it's the best. And I said, I don't know how to explain it because there's so many flavors and in a great way that it's almost like a mole sauce. Like a mole sauce is layered with like coffee and chocolate and seasonings. It's the same thing. And Giannis put his plate down. And he goes, that's exactly right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like a mole sauce. And that's yeah, exactly Yeah, like some what, people's chili is like watery or soupy or some people's chili is right. like you said it's it's very it's, it's like a bean on, it's heaven on beans yeah this is not no this is almost like a meat sauce. it's it's yeah it's, it's like it's yeah it's, it's an to... american version of, of a sunday pasta sauce is exactly what it is with with and she you know for me she'll go higher with the kick with the with the kick yeah you know with the i like of, spicy i'm a yeah, spice yeah so i mean and then we'll dump fresh cheese you know, uh, a nice chunk of and that sour cream. Uh, uh, sour cream. That sour cream cuts everything, dude. It's so it, necessary. It, it, it's really, it's it's really great. Uh, God, I'm getting hungry. Yeah. Um, so it, pizza. You asking me ingredients so, for pizza? No, no, no. I'm not asking ingredients for pizza. I'm asking you to tell the Verzi Effect listeners here on episode 299. Okay. In your estimation, if somebody said, "What is the top three in New York City? Top three in the order, too, if you can. Yeah. In the order, the top three places to get a pizza, pizza, a piece of pizza in all of New York City. Top three, which are they? Slices. S- slices. All right. So I'm gonna start with my favorite, right? So there's this big argument: Do you like cooked sauce or raw sauce? A lot of people like raw sauce, which is like just blended up tomatoes, put on a pizza, and then it's baked, right? I'm a cooked sauce guy. That's the style from after World War II when we couldn't get tomatoes from Italy anymore, so we started using American tomatoes. So for me, the best slice of pizza you're gonna get in New York City is New York Pizza Suprema on 31st and 8th. Diagonally across from Madison Square Garden. So if you guys are coming in for a Rangers or a Knicks game, now you know where it is. Pizza Suprema, 31st and 8th. Absolutely. Yeah, and right by the, by the garden. Yeah. Right by the garden. Walk past all of the all of the fancy slice, all the tourist slices with the with the you know the bacon and the ham and all that crap. Walk past all that, get yourself a plain slice. It's the perfect crust. It's the perfect baked crust. It's got cooked sauce on top that's got so much flavor in it. It's insane. And here's the secret: the top isn't just low moisture mozzarella. It's 70% that shredded cheese. The other 30% Pecorino Romano, which when it bakes, it turns into slight, like just almost a slight shell that you kind of break through when you chew. And it's got this like nut, it's got like this nutty, salty effect to it. It's absolutely insane. The flavors are wild. And it's one of the few pizzas that I eat. And I'm like, I just want to go back and get more immediately. Um, (laughs) The second place for me would probably be the classic one would be Joe's on Carmine and Bleecker. But. You got to go there Mondays and Tuesdays before 7 p.m. Yeah, I'll tell you why, too. I went to Carmine's one time. I said, what's a good piece of pizza? And I met up with Burr by the cellar. Yeah. And we went to Joe's. Yeah, it's right there. The only, it was tasty. The only issue I had with Joe's, because, and, and like, look, we're talking, I mean, this is so slight and being picky. So, you know, we're right. Like, this is going to, when you have it, it's going to blow your mind if you haven't had pizza. I'm just saying, if I'm going to be a picky dick from New York, yeah. the only thing that I had, and maybe it was just the night that I went, it was a little bready when I went. Yeah. And here's the thing. This is why I say you got to go on Mondays or Tuesdays before 7 p.m. Because that's, that's hilarious. There's a guy named Ruben who's baking at that time. <laughs> and he's, so pizza is this thing. They weigh the ball of dough before it rises, right? So what you have to do, like when you stretch, a, you stretch dough, the reason that's important is every 
everyone else doesn't stretch as far as, as, as Ruben does. So what happens is it gets a little thicker in the middle. And then you bake it the same amount of time. And what you notice is it's doughy and bready. Right. Because that simple thing of not stretching it far enough, that same amount of dough didn't get as thin in the middle. And the reason they don't do that is because it's harder to bake if it's thinner because it might rip. Right. So if you right. know what you're doing, you yeah. stretch it all the way out. Everyone else gets a little tighter. And then you also bought it at what, 10 o'clock at night? You know what I mean? Very late. Yeah. So who cares? most people are drunk. They're yeah, not yeah. going to know yeah, the difference. It was 11 o'clock, yeah. maybe more. Yeah. So the baker's like, who cares? Just make it easier. But right. Ruben doesn't do that. So that's Joe's is number two. All right. So you asked for Ruben. So you got Pizza Suprema number one. Joe's on Carmine. Joe's on Carmine and Bleecker number two. And then I'll give you Prince Street Pizza. It's Sicilian. Are you a fan of Sicilian pizza? Love Sicilian pizza. All right. So I grew up hating Sicilian pizza. Most Sicilian pizza is made for kids anyway. Kids are the, mostly the ones who order it. It's also a byproduct of pizza. It's like the well, same it can't ingredients. Be, but, but I feel like good Sicilian, yeah. good Sicilian is not gigantic. No, like, it's not. You know, like I've gone to places where it's like, listen, that's a loaf of bread with a little layer of cheese yeah, on it. Yeah, like 100%. That, that's yeah. insulting. But yeah. if you get the medium one, right. that's actually the sauce and cheese is dripping in the middle of the dough, 100%. that's another game. And it's that's exactly what it is. It's also cooked sauce. By the way, Joe's is raw sauce, so I gave you a raw sauce. Back to cooked sauce. They make their own fresh mozzarella. Nice. And they slice that. They put and that between the dough. I love how you say you don't say matzah, which is lets you me know you know what you're yeah. talking about. This is Mutz. a Cuban here, guys. Yeah, I'm Cuban, but I know what I'm doing, right? Yeah, I don't yeah. want to get stabbed up at one of these places, <laughs> right? So they give you the fresh mozzarella, and on top of that is this beautiful cooked sauce, which is not as thick as the the one at New York Pizza Supreme. This is a little bit more watery, but it turns thicker inside that oven. And their secret is their dough isn't gigantic, but it's soft. It's a little on the chewy side, but in a good way. Like it gives you a little bite as you chew. And their secret is they use a soy oil in the bottom of the pan. Okay. So all of, all Sicilian pizzas essentially fry in the pan, but that soy oil gives it just a slight sweetness to the dough that just makes the whole thing a fucking party. It's just insane. The whole thing a party. Said, yeah. yeah, only a foodie <laughs> says that. Uh, so there you have it, guys. Pizza Suprema on 31st and 8th, right by Madison Square Garden. Then you got Joe's Pizza, which is on Carmine and Bleecker, uh, right around the corner from the from the Comedy Cellar. Check that out. And then you have Prince Pizza, which is... Prince Street Pizza, on Prince Street between uh, Elizabeth and Mott. Prince Street Pizza between Elizabeth and Mott. Uh, and that's a Sicilian. So thank you very much. That's awesome. Uh, I know that people... You know, are always like, "Hey, Paul, I'm I'm in New York City. Where where should I get pizza? Listen to this podcast, and uh, and you will get it." And by the way, a slice at New York Pizza Suprema costs two dollars and ninety nine cents, and this is episode two ninety nine. How perfect is that? There you go, two ninety nine. So, uh, that's awesome, really. Yeah, it's perfect. That is awesome. Um, all right, guys, I'm gonna do my unacceptable, and then I'm gonna get to your guys' unacceptables. We will talk Chappelle's uh, Chappelle's two specials, and we'll talk sports, and then uh, we're, you're gonna get uh, another part of this with me and uh, Alexis on the uh, Patreon subscribers only. Um, all right, my unacceptable is hilarious. Uh, my good friend Giannis Papas had a show, and he said he's coming up to the house. Right? He goes, I'm gonna do a show and come up to the house, and we're gonna hang out. So I said, great. So uh, it was Sunday night. And he goes, dude, Kevin Hart and Tracy Morgan both stopped in to the show and they both did a half hour. So the show ran long. I had to jump on the next show. So long story short, Giannis doesn't get out of the stand until like 11 at night. Now, kids are sleeping. Wife is sleeping. I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm up. I'm chilling. You want to come up? Come up. You know, we'll hang. And we always have a good time. I know Lloyd. Lloyd's just throwing the ball at me. And uh, so... Long story short, Giannis shows up to my house midnight, 12.05. And, uh, you know, he loves coming up here. And, you know, we love having him here. He's, he's probably stayed in my guest room 30 times, you know. Uh, 
Lloyd, come on. I know I know you want to play. Not, not, I'm in the middle of a fucking unacceptable over here. <laughs> this is unacceptable. All right, here we go. I got to pause this. Sir. All right, I'm back here. Uh, just, uh, he was actually being good. He just wanted to play. He literally walked over with a ball and dropped it on mine in Alexis's lap and looked at us like, no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like he's, all he wants to do is play right now, but uh, he wants to be on the podcast. Yeah, he wants to be on the podcast. Um, so Giannis gets here and we start drinking, right? Hey, you know what? You got out of work, you know, and we had ordered food and uh, I was like, hey, I'll order you something. So I had it kept warm because he was, you know, running late. So he eats his food and I make this cocktail, you know, one of my favorite cocktails. We have a couple of them. We start getting buzzed. Then we're like, hey, man, I got two fresh sticks that I got in our, uh, that I got in Arizona in the humidor. They were fucking, it was beautiful. So I was like, I know it's kind of cold, but we were kind of buzzed. Like, yeah, let's go out. So we end up smoking a cigar. Now it's like 132. Then I was like, all right, let's pour a bourbon, you know, cap off the night. Not nice. bad. Like 2.30, we cap a bourbon. Then we put on Goodfellas. And we start watching Goodfellas, and we're buzzing our asses off, and we're just having such a great night. We did so much already in like three hours. We're laughing at Goodfellas, loving the scenes with Pesci. Like, let's watch the bourbon down with a beer. So we start drinking these cold beers, and I'm like, oh, we, we should be done. We're, we're now right. we're drunk. One more beer, right? Smash cut. It's 5 o'clock in the morning. Okay, I got to be up. Now, this is my unacceptable. I literally thought, yeah, I could drink till five. <laughs> and then it'll be a rough two. You know, I'll, and, it, and next thing you know, I wake up to my kids going, Daddy, we got, and my wife going, Babe, I'm going to work. You got to take care of the kids. I'm passed out on the couch. Giannis is passed out on the other couch and just to the kids needing shit. Yeah. And Lucas had to be put on the bus. Like, What time is this? It's it. We passed out at five and this is about 730. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Yeah, that, yeah. So I'm like hurting, confused. Yeah, yeah. How, how did Giannis, like, why, why am I, how, what happened? You're putting a skirt like, on your I son. Just, You're I putting just, pants on your daughter. Yeah, I just remember like, the, like Henry Hill was about to go to jail. Yeah. And, and, and I just woke up. And we had a great, great time. And uh, so I get Lucas on the bus at 8. Then I got to uh, take Sophie to school. She had to go to school a little late. Giannis came with me. Um, and it was just such a hard... I mean, I'm, like, that's hard if you had to go by yourself to do something. Yeah. With, with a 4-year-old and a 7-year-old that needs stuff and your wife going, Bye, you did this. Bye. Yeah. Brutal. And, uh, and then hungover, I bought a Lexus. So, <laughs> so that was my that was my day, and um, I'll tell you this though, it was unacceptable for me to think, yeah, I'll drink till five, and then two hours I'll just deal with it. No, you don't deal with it. It was a mistake. It was unacceptable, and and boy did I fucking pay for it. But we had a good time. Now I will read your guys unacceptable. By the way, I did not do the um, plugs at the beginning. Verzi Effect Podcast is sponsored by City Living Dog, CityLivingDog.com. Uh, dog trainer coach Mike, one of the best in the country. Uh, check him out. Tell him that the uh, Verzi Effect sent you. He's got amazing clips on YouTube of him training these dogs. And boy, the ones that he trained, did they need it? Um, the guy is an exceptional dog trainer. You could check out his Facebook Live videos. You could check out his YouTube videos, Instagram, uh, to all the stuff. Just go to City Living Dog, uh, Google City Living Dog Services, and Coach Mike, and you will see all of his stuff. Phenomenal. And of course, 
All Things Comedy, guys. Go to allthingscomedy.com. Your uh, favorite, the best podcasts out there. You could check it out. Also, their uh, record label, All Things Records. Um, they're just great for the artist, and uh, they're actually going to be putting out a lot of video content kind of the same way that uh, Funnier Die did. So they're growing, and uh, they're really great to the artist. So go to allthingscomedy.com and follow them on Twitter at allthingscomedy. Now, your guys on Acceptables. Uh, let's see what we got here. We're going to read a couple of these with Lexus. And then, uh, and then we will talk a little bit of uh, Chappelle's specials uh, and uh, get into a little sports and we'll wrap this puppy up. Here we go. First one. Uh, all right. This one is from, uh, what is it? Still in the Stone Age. And this is from Brenda Connors. Here we go from Brenda Connors. Paul, I'm a 45-year-old mother of three in Minnesota. Uh, I'm a machinist, not a writer, so bear with me. Mm. Uh, I don't have Facebook or Twitter or any of those things. I'm just uh, emerging from the Stone Age where social media, uh, okay, is concerned. My unacceptable is as follows. Just recently, within the last four months, I have learned what a podcast actually is. Uh, I had heard. She's already emailing one, which isn't bad. Uh, no, I, yeah. Brenda, it's a great start. Yeah, yeah, you're in fifth gear. Yeah. Uh, I had heard the term before, but seemed beyond my comprehension. So as with most things that confused me, I ignored it, which makes sense. Yeah. Cause like when I heard Snapchat, yeah. like I was like, like right when, like I sucked at Twitter, right? right? I sucked at Twitter to the point where my managers were like, can we just take the account? Cause you're not. Yeah. And then finally I got good at it. And right when I started to get like, you know, 10,000 above 10,000, I started, and then everybody's like, are you, are you on, are you on Instagram? It's like, look, I just, I just maxed out my friends on Facebook. I'm starting to get good <laughs> at Twitter. Like, no, I'm not even good. I don't even, like, I think I have an Instagram, but I don't use it right then they're like oh you on snapchat you on it it's like no i didn't do vine yeah it's just and, and, and every like, time you learn one they're just throw another one at you and and uh and like brenda's saying you ignore it like yeah. it's like i heard snapchat and i didn't want to deal with it i'd honestly love to be where brenda is right now just not yeah. have to deal with any of those things yeah good for you you don't even know what a twitter is god uh, god bless you uh, <laughs> okay so uh, around christmas last year my sister and i met with somebody from uh, hillsdale college as we were talking he mentioned some podcasts to listen to Instead of just keeping my yap shut and nodding as if to say, yeah, I'll check that out, I blurt out, what's a podcast and how does it work? (laughs) (laughs) He looked at me in disbelief. I couldn't blame him. He was very gracious and helped me find an app and showed me how to find and subscribe to uh, a podcast. I've since switched from listening to music at work to listening to podcasts, including yours. I found you after listening to Billy Boy Burr's uh, Monday Morning Podcast. Uh, this brings me to my second unacceptable. Uh, I have never heard uh, any of your comedy. I do enjoy listening to your podcast, and I'm still working on listening to uh, your old ones, okay? Uh, someday I plan to figure out how to get uh, uh, to one of your shows uh, so I can check out your comedy too. I know, totally unacceptable. Thanks for the laughs. Well, thank you so much, Brenda. I'm glad that you like the podcast. And, uh, you know, it's an honor when somebody can come, you know, when Bill Burr can kind of refer somebody and, and, and you enjoy me. So that's amazing. If you want to, um, if you want, I mean, I do have some YouTube clips out there, but my album 
which, uh, you know, I don't want to brag. Number one on iTunes, number four on the Billboard charts. I mean, not, that's not, not that bragging. Not that's that facts. I, not, not that I, not that I, I know that, but yeah. it was I mean, number. You had to look that up. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it was number one on yeah. uh, iTunes. Well, Brenda, you looked it up by reading it off your tattoo you got. And, 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 and yeah, and that's. <laughs> 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 yeah, I have, I have the Billboard that issue of Billboard <laughs> when I was number four tattooed on my thigh. Yeah. Just no, but um, it's called Paul Verzi Night at the Stand. It was my debut album, um, which I'm very humbled uh, and and so so humbled and and. Uh, Grateful that it did what it did, but um, you could check that out on. You could get that on iTunes. I believe you could get it on Amazon. Uh, it came out in. Uh, I recorded it in uh, 2015, and I will be shooting my first stand-up special um, in a month and a month and a week, five weeks from now. So hopefully you'll be seeing that too. But you could see uh, video clips on YouTube and uh, go to my website and all that stuff. But uh, check out the album. And thank you so much for the, uh, for the submission. And I'm glad that, uh, you got out of the stone age and you're listening to my podcast. Uh, let's go moving on. Here we go. This is from play date. Unacceptable. Oh, nice. Oh boy. Uh, Shannon Peltier. Was that how you say it? Yeah, sounds Pel- like it. Peltier. It might be one of those French ones, like yeah. Peltier. Peltier or Peltier. Uh, sorry, Shannon, if I fucked it up, but here we go. Uh, hey, Verzi, I want to know if you agree with me on this. Okay. My son is an only child. He attends daycare and has lots of play dates with lots of kids from daycare. I've been there. Is that a normal thing? You do uh, a lot of play dates when you're it's kids? Like, it's like, yeah, like like a, if a little girl likes my daughter or, if, you know, yeah. a friend of my son, they, they get yeah. along. The mother will say, hey, they can't stop talking about Lucas or Sophia. Why don't we do something? And they're like, yeah, come so over. So you guys drink wine so, while so the kids play, basically? Yeah, or or you'll, like, you'll meet somewhere yeah. or like the kids run around and you just sit down. Sometimes they just drop the kid off. Oh, nice. A lot of times I'll drop because for them it's a break. Yeah. They're like, you just hear, you hear just peeling out. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, we were going to miss some. She's turning a bottle, a corkscrew into a bottle of wine in the park in the driveway. <laughs> she does it with her mouth. Yeah, she's she's dumping it on her head like they just want a title. You know, in a convertible in the winter. Uh, that's hilarious. Um, uh, we try and keep him busy and social. Uh, one of the moms came to work one day and asked for our number to set up a play date between her son and ours. Her son kept asking to come over. Oh, I've been there. Uh, the worst is when that happens and, and your, your kid doesn't like the kid. Oh, really? And they're like, he really likes him. He wants to play. And your kid's like, yeah. yeah. Um, and what can you tell the parents? Like, right. yeah, your kid stinks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I so, mean, this kid seems nice, but my kid doesn't like him. So. <laughs> my kid's better. I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, I went to pick up the boys from the daycare and noticed right away that the boy that was to come over had pus and green goop in his right eye. Oh, and both eyes were watering. Uh, here is here is something. I have an eye phobia. Oh, okay. A legit phobia. A kind of fear factor level of weirdo, like how people are with spiders and snakes. Oh, shit. Well, how does she even talk to people? Everyone's yeah. got eyes. Yeah, yeah. What, everyone hey, listen, do blind? me a favor. I got to discuss something with you. Yeah. Don't blink. Yeah, yeah. Or, or, or no, keep your eyes closed. <laughs> she had posters of Stevie Wonder growing up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the boy comes over. Uh, he is beyond sweet, and I take really good care of him. Uh, I have to continually wipe out his eyeball, wash my hands, wash his hands, keep an eye on it constantly. It took everything in me to not throw up and dry heave every time I touched his eye, all the while having a little panic attacks. <laughs> uh, this is fucking great. Yeah, this is awesome. Uh, I looked up uh, on the interwebs, watery eyes, green goop, Pussy eyeball and everything that came up was telling me that it was a, a virus, hence contagious. Uh, am I out of line thinking it was unacceptable for his mom not to tell me about, yes, about this ahead of time? 
uh, I at least would have been a bit prepared. I don't know, but all I can say is uh, they are playing in the other room right now. I look oh, at you right this is hilarious. Uh, and I'm building up the courage to go in there for the 12th time to wipe oh, a child's eyeball, an eyeball that does not belong to my <laughs> child. Seriously losing it. This is so funny. Lock his mother up in a cage filled with green goop that belongs to another person and lock me up for, <laughs> for being an adult with a phobia that can still make me dry heave. You are the best. Okay, bye, Shannon. Dude. That's hilarious. Shannon, that was so great. Added to the show. Both of these, I mean, Onyx, my fans are the fucking best. Yeah, they really are. That is the greatest thing that not only... Are you disgusted by it? Which, by the way, you have every fucking right to be because you know what? Kids bring home stuff. My daughter and son bring home stuff when they're young. That just happens because the immune system's not strong. Yeah. So they bring shit home. The fact that this woman is letting a contagious pink eye or whatever virus into your home, uh, A, is just ridiculous. B, what I love about this is you're writing into the show while this is happening, which is so fucking funny. And I, I agree with you 100%. Um, the eye phobia thing, I never heard of that phobia. No. I've heard of, obviously, we've heard of flying. We've heard of snakes. We've heard of spiders. We've heard of, you know, some people are afraid of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, even that. But the eye thing is. Some of them became comedians. Like, maybe, maybe, maybe they're afraid of feet. Yeah, I, I know people that are afraid, like, uh, disgusted by feet. I don't know about afraid. afraid yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah funny. Don't make me take my sock off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ah! You're <laughs> screaming in the other room. Uh, that is great, Shannon. Thank you so much. So funny. Yeah, uh, can I also go. say uh, that if that mom not maybe didn't know, which makes her a terrible mother, because how would you not bring that up? By the way, my kid's got goop in his eye. Dude, I know if, like, if, if my kids have... Like if my daughter's got a knot in her hair, yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. Like in the like, you don't let your kid out looking like, yeah. you know what I mean. Like if you see goop and like, plus it seemed like it was. She said it was pussing and uh. watery. It's like yeah, go to go to fucking Timmy's house, go, yeah. you know. Go, yeah, go give that to Jack. Yeah. yeah. Um, I say you wait till your kid's sick and then make him go over their house. <laughs> she can take care of him. The kid's got diarrhea. Don't say anything. Just leave him. That's in there. hilarious. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Oh, the one and only. Kelly Meyer, the, the, Shakespeare. the Shakespeare of shit. Yeah. Okay, this is not a big one, though, so he wants to say that. He wants to clarify. Quick one, shit-related, but not IBS. All right. Everybody gets excused. This dude writes. I mean, if I'm you've not, listened I'm to the show. I'm a fan of the show, so I yeah. mean, people know. People know Kelly in other states. When I go to other states and my yeah. fans come out to shows, they're like, dude, you and Kelly. And by the way, Kelly is not only the top Patreon subscriber. Kelly and I are going to do um, some shows together when we get together. And Kelly is like carte blanche. Like he's like. He's a part of the Verzi yeah, effect. Yeah, he, he's a part of the Verzi effect. And, Good friend uh, of the show. And yeah, came out came out to saw me work when I At first Rockwell's started. Out. Rockwell's. Yeah, when yeah. I first started working the new hour. Can't wait for you to see, uh, see it done, Kelly. But uh, here we go. I'll read this one. Uh, quick one. The Shakespeare shit himself, everybody, making an appearance on 299. Here we go. Um, hi, Paul. I'm sitting on a public restroom shitter as I write this. <laughs> it just has to involve that. Uh, somebody just came in shortly after I made my initial deposit. He looked towards my stall. Oh, man, that scares me because I had to deal with that. He looked towards my stall on his way to the urinal. I looked up and we made eye contact through the crack. It was very brief, but now I feel traumatized by this encounter. <laughs> yeah, that's like me. I told you. I, yeah. I, the guy was guy was like, I was on the fuck, and he's just looking in like a goblin. And like, we fucking <laughs> locked eyes through the thing, dude. I was sitting there, fuck me up. Um, I have no idea what to do next. Uh, what's supposed to happen? Is this guy, um, is this guy my best friend? Am I supposed to... <laughs> <laughs> 
hunt him down, kill him, and raise his child as my own? Or is this something Is this something in between? Not knowing what to do here is unacceptable. Uh, also unacceptable, I'm traveling for work on May 2nd and won't be able to make it to New York to see you film your special, and I'm fucking pissed about it. Unacceptable. Don't worry, dude. You'll see it. Uh, I hope you see it. Um, I'll just have to wait till it comes out like everybody else, but I know you're going to kill it, your material... Uh, your material back when I saw it in August was dope. Sincerely, uh, best of luck to you with your special. Thank you so much, Kelly. Um, I totally get the looking. I totally get, dude, the looking in the in the face of somebody. That's why, like, when I I kind of if you could hang your coat on the thing and like move it over or like kind of look down. But um, yeah, this happened to me. I think I I, I want to say uh, yeah, no, it happened to me. I was in a supermarket and I had to go. Yeah, like I was in a supermarket around the holidays, and I had I had no choice. I had to go. Yeah, and and they, like it's a nice supermarket, and they have a place for customers. And I put my fucking cart to the side, and I went in, and a guy, I'm in there, and I'm literally like I'm 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 on the fucking bowl. Yeah, and I'm just trying to finish quick, and I'm hoping it's a nice smooth one, <laughs> yeah. you know. And I'm just trying to do my business and get out of there and go back to shopping and get out of there. And a guy comes in, and he's going, "Oh, come on." Come on, right? And dude, he just, he's locked, his one eye locked through the crack, and I just fuck it, and it freaked me out. What'd and you he, say? And he's just going, oh, come on, come on, dude. I, and like a bitch, I rushed. He rushed me out of the thing. Like, I was, it was so, dude, he was, it sounded like he was gonna, like, something was wrong. Yeah. So, like, this dude had an issue, and he was doing it. So, Kelly, I totally understand, like, yeah, like, what is supposed to happen? Like, is it, like, you feel like, you feel like it's, like, I, like, looked at him when he went to his line, and, like, you don't know. That's what's so funny where he's, like, my best friends with this guy now. You don't know what to do because you're just, <laughs> yeah. like, you're, like, it's it's a, it's one of the most weirdest bonds. Yeah. Because you're in a vulnerable position. Somebody's seeing you shit. I mean, I mean listen. My wife is the only one. Who, my wife yeah. and my mother are the like, only two people. Yeah, like, you're holding your dick down. You're sh- yeah. Your ass is out. You're sh- I mean, you're in the most vulnerable position right. ever. Um, that is so and funny. And I shit naked, so I usually no. take, yeah, I have to. No, you don't. No, 100%, I shit naked. No, I can't. Yeah, no, don't. I can't do it with any clothes on. Can but that's you? why I don't shit in public. This is why I don't shit in public. Are you shitting me? Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, no. Are you shitting me? 100%. Oh, it feels natural. Wait I feel a like, minute. I feel like a caveman. Every time. Every single time. Socks off, too. No. Everything off. Oh my! What? <laughs> you don't say this on stage? No. What the fuck? Are you? You have to shit naked. Completely naked. Like, like you don't not, like nothing. Nothing between me and that bowl, baby. You take your necklace off. <laughs> <laughs> I take my wedding ring you off. Take- <laughs> Yeah, oh my god. I actually do. I Dude, swear to god. That is the funniest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Are you serious? Oh my yeah, who the fuck does that? Everybody. No, everybody so You don't cool. you wear clothes when you shit? No, I took my clothes off in a fucking A and P and I fucking. <laughs> well that's why I don't shit in public. I don't know what to do. Dude, that is the- You know what I do? I take my pants off and I hang them up. Do you realize now that if we ever go to a sporting event, I'm going to be feeding you shit and giving you shit just hoping <laughs> Dude, to Dude, I, I can hold it. I can hold that thing dude, like a I llama. Fucking, I don't even know we'll, if llamas can We'll be can at like shit. fucking MetLife Stadium watching the Giants and I'll pay somebody. I'll be like, dude, he's naked and I promise yeah, you, yeah. you have to put your Give phone Give me beans. Oh Give me anything God. with beans. Oh I got to get this guy That's to shit. That's one of the funniest things I've ever heard. Are you serious? Oh my. Yeah. Who? Yes. What, do you keep your pants around your ankles? Yeah. Oh, you, my God. I got to take them off. I got to stretch no, out dude, a little bit in there. because no, God forbid something happens. I want to be able to... Look, the, I'm, I'm, it's bad enough your ass is out. I'm going to sit to my dicks. I know. No, dude. I got to cover Your dicks got to be out. What do you keep your dick in your pants while you shit? <laughs> no. <laughs> How's that work? Hey, it's that big. I know. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All I right. teed that one up for you. All right. Here we go. Uh, let's see where we are time-wise here. I hope, I hope this we're like is... A, oh, oh, we're God. good. We're good. We're good. Which is good. Well, I thought another... you wanted to keep it under an hour. No, no, no. No, this uh, Patreon, we could, you know, Patreon will get over a certain yeah. amount of time. But, all right, here we go. Uh, two more. This is a quick one. Uh, 
Dine and Dash dude. Oh, I heard about this guy. All right, from uh, Robert Thompson, another top Patreon person that I will do a show with uh, when I come out there. Uh, Paul, this may be unacceptable, but it's fucking hilarious. C-Pick, personally, I think he is just helping out the women's equality issue. Hashtag women's equality. Put your sign down. Save the trees. Pay the bill, women. Okay, here we go. Uh, Dine and Dash dater strikes again in Los Angeles. All right, what is this guy? A handsome man who attracts women online, then dines and dashes on a date. And the women are stuck with the bill. Oh, my God. So he goes on. He's like this like good-looking dude. He actually looks like one of our friends. I don't want to say who, but he looks like one of our friends. Um, so oh. he, uh, it's just this good-looking older guy in, uh, in L.A., and he's on all these like dating apps, right? And he, he just goes on first dates with these women. Write it down. And he picks like the most expensive um, – <laughs> he picks the most expensive uh, restaurants, and all these women are all impressed uh, that uh, – whatchamacallit, that they're going to like go to a dinner – with um, you know, like they're gonna go to this fancy place, and then he leaves after the meal's done, and the women oh. have no idea. He, they think he's in the bathroom, and they get left with the bill, and the women have to pay the bill. Oh and he's my. done this like, like I don't know how many times, but he's done this so many times that like there's now reporters are looking for him and stuff. Oh my god! Isn't that great? That is that it's it's great, unacceptable, and everything. Thank you, Robert, because I did not know about the dine and dasher. Yeah. Or the Dine and Dash guy. That's fucking hilarious. All right, last one. And I think I have one on Twitter, and then we'll move on. Here we go. Bitch-ass cunt. Very nice. That's a, uh, yeah. That's a, <laughs> right. uh, that's the subject. Something tells me this isn't going to be nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's also, it's the other lady from the play date. <laughs> <laughs> this bitch messed up, infected yeah. my sis. I was fine. He's yeah. gonna... I paid good money for that puss. Leave it on my kid's face. <laughs> All right. Ryan Gennaro. He's a regular writer in tour. Uh, here we go. <laughs> uh, submitter. Hey, Paul, this unacceptable is about a passive-aggressive twat who I delivered food to. Okay? I couldn't find the house, so I called her, and she gave me directions and sounded friendly on the phone. Uh, by the way, she sa- by the way she sounded, I got the feeling she was a decent person who knows, uh, who knows what a tip is. All right? Oh, something tells me this guy got stiff. Oh, here we go. Yeah, I mean, the subject kind of lets you know where yeah. this is going. You telegraph this one, Ryan. Uh, the only people, in my experience, who don't tip are usually either just shitty people or people who are actually tight on money and every dollar counts, which I uh, totally get. This bitch was with at least five friends who were all smoking weed, playing video games. When I were they, 12? Yeah. Uh, when I gave her the receipt to sign, she handed it back to me with no tip added. She then said in a passive-aggressive tone, I think one of us was supposed to tip, but I don't know. She said it with a big smile like she thought it was funny. So, what a... What? Yeah, that's... what a, You're right with that subject, <laughs> bitch-ass cunt. Uh, I was so taken back that I didn't think to mention that she could just add it to the credit card receipt. I looked at her friends, and they were all staring at the TV like zombies because they're high. Yeah. These cheap motherfuckers didn't have five bucks between six of them. All right. Uh, it, it it wasn't not getting tipped that bothered me at all. Uh, that's to be expected. It was the way she was a total cunt with no decency. Uh, if I was with people who ordered food, I would make sure the driver got taken care of. What a twat. Lock her in a cage and make her raise a million bucks to get out. On the delivery uh, before that one, it was a dude in his 60s who looked like Ron Jeremy <laughs> if he did meth for a week and got hit with a shovel. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's a that's a crazy image. Yeah. Uh, uh, I've been there before, 
His creepy fuck always answers the door in his underwear. <laughs> well, if it was yeah. Alexis, he'd be naked if he was yeah, shitting. Yeah, if I was shitting. Uh, Leave the food on the other side of the door. Come in and put the food on the counter. Total fucking creep, but at least he tips. Thanks for reading. Um, I think he wants to give you a different tip. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. The yeah, tip of his dick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you want to come in here real quick? Yeah. Uh, come on, baby, let my. Friend. Yeah, that's. I mean, especially like six of them. You would think one of them. Like you would like, I would think like, look, even if like half of them, I mean, and that's even being generous because to say 50% of them are cheap is a lot. But I mean, the fact that like not one out of six women were like, Hey, you know, we're high here and we're fucking having fun. Like this guy brought us food. You're happy about the food. This guy's doing a job. It's complete disrespect. And, uh, I totally agree. Um, unbelievable unacceptables this yeah, week. That, those are great. So great. Um, you guys always deliver. And I know that some of you, um, are new on here. And people always say to me at shows, Paul, I was going to write you an unacceptable for the first time, but I didn't want you to think it was stupid. Write it in. I will I will read it. Um, I try to get to all of them. Some weeks I can't. Some weeks like this week, I could get to all of them. It just depends. Please write it in. If you want to submit your unacceptables to the Verzi Effect, submit them to unacceptablesfortve at gmail.com. That is unacceptables4, spelled out F-O-R, not the number, unacceptablesfortve at gmail.com. Thank you so much for those submissions. They were hilarious. Those are great. So funny. Let's see what we have on Twitter, and we'll wrap this puppy up in a few minutes here. Uh, I think I had, I think I had a couple on Twitter here. Let's see here. There was, that was last night. Uh, here we go. This was from Rob Toolkit at uh, Rug Wheelie, uh, capital R Rug, capital W Wheelie I E. Uh, written on behalf of some guy at the gym, he walks in the stall and says, Jesus Christ, flush the toilet. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you, Rob. That's, uh, and then Steve at, uh, capital P H P official, uh, says Paul Verzi sneaker game on point hashtag acceptable. And to me, yep, that is a official Black Jordan 1 with the red Nike swoosh with the red outline. I like yeah, with it. The that's white, the white sole. With the, that's actually, that's a classic. Yeah, that's a nice Like, classic. that's one that, like, if you wore in your 40s, it's not weird. No, yeah. You know, like, there's certain ones that, like, when you reach a certain age, like, a kid will get that. Yeah. But that's such a classic piece. That, that, and it's got the red piping on the front and around the top. Yeah, that, that, is that dope. reminds me of my black and gold ones. I like it, Steve. That's like, a good Like, even one. if you wore that with a suit to, like, a fun party, people would be cool with it. Right, right. Um, all right, guys, that's it for the Unacceptables. That was great. That was fun. Uh, real quick, I uh, didn't see a movie. Alexis did not see a movie. Let's just make sure where we are on time here. I'm imagining it's like close. To, okay, good. Wrap this puppy up. Uh, since we didn't see movies, what we did see was the two parts to Dave Chappelle's uh, highly anticipated Netflix specials. Um, and, you know, here's you know what's funny about it is all the comics, love, for the majority, a lot of comics love it. I did talk to some comics that said, um, you know, uh, like that they... What, what did somebody... I didn't hear anything really negative from comics. What I did hear was from fans and people that are friends with me that are not comedians going, Paul, did you see Chappelle's thing? Um, a lot of people said my Facebook post on it was spot on. I think it was. I think it was smart, funny. It entertained me the whole way through. Stories were great. His stand-up was great. He was his same calm demeanor self. One thing that people said to me was, yeah, I just wanted him to like dig deeper and be more Chappelle shows. That's not what he did in his standup. Yeah, so that was I think, never him. I think a lot of people that learned from him from because people people that know Dave Chappelle from from Dave Chappelle from from the Chappelle show yeah. don't know like so much about killing him softly. Yeah, yeah, no. I didn't see all that. I didn't see, believe it or not, I know this is crazy. I didn't see all 
uh, for what it's worth. But I saw parts that I know, you know, how funny and great. I've actually never were. seen it. Yeah, and apparently they're saying it's one of the best stand-up. They say it's one of the ever. best stand-up specials ever. And it's only half hour. It, no, no, is it? Yeah, I think it's only half hour. Oh, he did two. He did no, no, no. He did two half hour. He did a half hour on HBO, and then he did, and then he did. Uh, no, for what it's worth, is it was an hour after Kill Him Softly. Oh, okay. So he did Kill Him Softly, which crushed. Yeah. Then he did for what it's worth, and not I, for some reason it didn't. It doesn't have the. But then the people that did see it said it's one of the best. If you saw Chappelle's show and you wanted him to like dig deep and go characters, and I know he was more energetic and animated, that's because he's doing a sketch show. And I know they were crazy, like classic. Right. But that's not what he did on stage. He's a very calm, smart, thinking stories. But I really, I loved it. Uh, I think, I think, uh, and what people don't understand about Dave Chappelle is he didn't just come back from stand up after 13 years. Uh, three years ago, he was at the Montreal Festival doing it. He fucking sold out Radio City. He's been doing it. What happened was he got out of the public eye and he was just working on stand up at his comfort level the way he wanted. That's what he said. He said he found a comfortable place for him. Which is what we all want. We all, we don't, I mean, I'm sure we all want some amount of fame, but we want to just be able to get on stage and do stand-up. We don't want to be validated as funny before we get up, which I know was a big issue for him. Yeah. People were going, yelling, Rick James, and do this. Like, yeah. people expected something from him. He's like, let me tell you what I'm thinking. Yeah. You know, so he's at that point now where he gets up. It's like, we're just happy to hear anything now. Like, he yeah. waited until all that Rick James bullshit died. Yeah, that, that's the thing. And he needed to do that. But, like, as far as a stand-up, I could tell you, like, you know, it was it was so cool to see, like, tell because I'm a storyteller. So when you watch one of the greatest of all time telling a story and just bringing, you're like, oh, that's so awesome. Like he's yeah. telling stories, but then he's giving quick, you know, quick stuff and just funny and just you know, quick witted with the crowd. It's just listen. There's been a lot of specials that maybe people don't think are that good. I know how hard this is. I'm not gonna shit on anybody, but listen, we know some are better than others. I thought it was, I thought it was smart. I thought it was great. I ent- I was thoroughly entertained, laughing throughout. And, uh, you know, and he gave you a perspective from his fame level of with his famous friends or like seeing things like that that you don't get to hear. I loved it. I thought it was great. And I think anybody that has Netflix should watch it. Yeah, 100%. I think it's a must watch and it's first on my list. I'm glad I got to see both of them. I saw both of them back to back and I almost can't pick a favorite. Like they're so... No, I didn't know. At first I was like, I don't think the second one's going to be as good as the first one. I was worried about the same thing. And then the second one in my mind didn't start out as good, but then it ended better. Yeah. So like, I feel like the second half of the second one was probably the... The best. Right. I if thought. you broke it down into two halves each, you're right. The second, you, the second half of the second. But one but was it was better. just it was just thoroughly entertaining and awesome. And they're both older. Did you know that? Yes, they're older. Yeah. yeah. He he shot them. They were shelved. Yeah, they were shelved. So he has another one coming out. Yeah, I know. So he got sixty million for three. Yeah, he got. So six, he's got another one coming out. He's got. A, he's working on. Yeah, he's got another one coming out. Which is, which is nuts. Uh, good for him. Absolutely, absolutely, and it's good for comedy. And from people that I know, that uh, I actually ran into. Uh, this uh, mother and her son, and he's like an extra on SNL. Yeah, he's done voices for like Dora. He's been in commercials, and she was talking, and she said on SNL, he, she, uh, she was there with him when Chappelle was there. He says just the nicest guy. He's yeah. just the nicest guy. He treats kids great. He treats. He's a kind of a, sh- a reserved, quiet guy. Just, a, just a great guy. Family man's got a couple of kids. And, he lives uh, in the middle of nowhere. He lives, he lives on a farm in Ohio, and he's just married with kids, and he just kind of minds his business, and he stays in his lane, and he's just great at what he does. So check that out. Um, finally, sports. What can I say? Uh, I was wrong. I think I'm going to owe Giannis Papas $100 for sure now. Uh, not only did I think the Knicks were going to make the playoffs, even at a, as an eighth seed, I thought they were going to make noise at least in the first round. Uh, this has been a disaster. I don't. I, I I apologize, and I went on a rant on the last show, so I don't need to do that now. I told you how embarrassing it was. I'm not talking about them anymore. Um, Sweet 16. I'm excited about, even though, even I'm not. Listen, I'm not. Did a, you hear that Porzingis might want out? N- no, don't make me sick. 
Yeah, I mean, don't it's make true. don't make me. Of course, they say he, he's embarrassed. They say he, he's just he's he's a, he's it's he said it's not even just the losing. It's all the stuff yeah, behind the scenes. It's, it's, yeah, it's like it's a mess what, at every tackling turn. Tackling Charles Oakley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, what the president hating the star and tweeting about him? Yeah. It's like it's like it's it's ridiculous. Um, yeah, I can't even. I mean, I, I don't know if you heard the last show. For the last end of the show, I went, I went, I just, I just, I'm gonna listen I just, to it I way just way ranted. I just lost it. Yeah. I just fucking lies. I apologized for people that I wasted their minutes yeah. of me talking about this fucking team that I've been excited but this about. Is Twenty years of being a Knicks fan is the. Exact I mean, I was just thinking about it. I was like, how how long? I mean, I remember being in high school, going like, I hope we win one, and, and yeah. like now I'm a fucking thirty. So yeah. It's, it's, it, what's gonna happen? My kids gonna be in college? I w- I was watching that OJ Simpson thing, and I'm like, man, was that how long ago it's been since I like enjoyed a Knicks game? 94? You're gonna be on your deathbed at ninety. Yeah. And they're gonna like as your last breath, you're gonna go. They someone's gonna lean over and go. They won, and you're just your last words. No, they didn't. No, I bet you they didn't. <laughs> Check again. Yeah, yeah. And then they're gonna come back right yeah. as your last breath. No, they lost an overtime. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'll just fuck Dolan. Will be the last thing I say. Uh, and he's just a robot with Dolan's head. That's hilarious. Yeah. No, if Porzingis goes, I'm gonna be devastated. Yeah. Um, Sweet Sixteen. Who do you got? Are I don't watch college it? basketball. No? I could give a shit, but it's a, you know I'm happy people are it's, betting. You know? Yeah. No, it's it's it's. The cool thing about I heard Duke college, lost, so I heard everybody's just like going crazy. Duke lost, and it sucked. I mean, they were my pick, and but it pro- I, I love when I went to Cameron Indoor. It was it changed like it was. I went to Cameron. You're wearing and, the hat right now. I mean, yeah. You oh, they gave up. me they gave me a. I mean, I'm not a Duke fan, but they gave yeah. me apparel. Yeah, like they, yeah. they gave me a bag, and they like got us tickets that were worth that. Like, yeah, it was nuts. Are you serious? Oh yeah. Yeah, I'd be a fan of that team too. Yeah, and uh, me, listen to this crew: me, Burr, Joe Gonzalez, Joe Bartnick, and it was it was they gave us apparel. Um, and we were sitting. And there. I heard that stadium sits. It's, it's, it's like, like nine thousand. It's like a glorified high school gym, and it's Duke UNC. How is that possible? He they could sell no, forty nobody forty thousand a game. Nobody sat down for one play. It was it was the most insane thing. So you know Duke like UNC is still in and Duke out. It would have been awesome to see if they could. But either way, there's great teams. Uh, Kansas is in it. Um, you know what's pretty interesting, and I know you don't know about it, but the Michigan basketball team playing. Yeah. You know that skit. You know you know the thing that happened, right? No. So Michigan, yeah, and we got to wrap this up in a second. Michigan, the Wolverines, the Michigan Wolverines, yeah, when they were going to the Big Ten championship, the Big Ten finals, yeah. So right before the March Madness, yeah, 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 you play your your conference's championship, sure. So like Duke won the ACC, yeah. That's very similar to basketball. Oh, it's a soccer. Sorry. Yeah. So Duke won the ACC, and then after that is yeah. over, then they do what they do is they do the um, Sunday. You get the brackets. Yeah. They, they, you know. So they pick all the teams on Sunday and where they're going to be and where they're going to fall and what seeds they're going to fall. So on the way to the Big Ten Championship, very scary, dude. They were like, like it was a big deal. The Michigan Wolverines airplane skidded off the runway. Holy shit. They flew off the runway. And like they kind of had, like the coach talked about, they won the game. They had to wear practice uniforms because everything, they, they couldn't get, they just had to rush off and they wore these practice uniforms and they won the game. And the coach was talking. He's like, it kind of brushed together and he got choked up. And now they haven't lost and they're in it. So that's kind of a cool backstory with the Sweet 16 because those guys are looking at a second chance of life, dude. Yeah, you know, for sure. That, that, thing, that thing flies off the runway and bursts into flames. It's a, it's a, it's a fucking tragedy. Yeah, they're eating each other. Uh, you know? So, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, one guy just shows up with a fucking thing around his head. <laughs> dirty to the court. There's nobody behind. He's Jesus, someone else's arm oh, is God chewing forbid, on God it, forbid. like jerky. So, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Andy tastes. Yeah, no, yeah. Why do you have to? The point guard is always the always <laughs> the best taste. Uh, so I'm I'm looking forward to that. That's tonight. And then I'm hearing I'm hearing rumblings. 
that these young Yankees, we're going to call them, the yeah. young Yankee team, man, the farm team, and I was talking to Giannis, and we're going to go. We gotta, are you a Yankee fan or not? I'm a huge Yankee fan. Yeah, so we yeah. got to go. We got to take the wives, yeah. and we got to go and watch. They're saying this kid Bird, this young kid Bird who's playing first base is a star. Yeah. Like Jack in home runs. He's going to be the everyday first baseman now. Brian Cashman said he just surrendered last year and goes, fuck it. I'm dumping everybody. We're starting over. That's always fun. Which because, I've been waiting for, you know? Which, which look, you need it. If um, Hal and Hank aren't going to spend like George, then you got to clear the cap. You yeah. got to clear space. Yeah. Um, all right. That's it for the show, guys. Uh, plugs for me. Um, I'm working the hour, uh, running around doing spots in New York City. Uh, I will be uh, at Levity Live April 27th, running my hour. Um, May 2nd, I'll be doing the hour, but I'll let you guys have details of that. That's coming out soon. Um, I'll let you guys know about that. And we were doing the fundraiser for my brother-in-law. Uh, for the third time at Levity Live on May 11th. Tickets are going to be going on sale now. The last two lineups have been insane. This lineup is going to be insane. We're doing it there. So you can check that out. For all of the shows that I have, everything going on, uh, check paulverzi.com. Go to my Twitter. You can see all the upcoming shows that I have. Alexis, you have anything? Yeah. Um, actually, in uh, May 24th, I'm going to be in uh, LOL in, in San Antonio. Laugh out loud. Oh, San great Antonio. Club. Yeah, I'm headlining that Wednesday, uh, May 24th. Um, you know, Wednesdays at comedy clubs aren't always the best. Uh, so if you guys could come out, that would be great. I'm going to be there. Um, so that's uh, LOL, uh, which I'm sure you guys know. It's in the Northwest Loop uh, 410 in San Antonio, Texas. That would be absolutely amazing. Um, that's Laugh Out Loud, San Antonio, May 24th. I love how you gave him the fucking street. Yeah, the street. Yeah, what you want to do is. Yeah, talk to you, Steve. You, no, you got to. Yeah, no, there's a U-turn. You'll miss the club. Yeah, You'll yeah. never make it. Great bakery, three doors uh, down. Well, thank you so much, Alexis, for being on the show. It's always a great time. Absolutely. And by the way, if anyone's a soccer fan, you can listen to the cool. I know we yeah, a check bit the Cooligans it. out. It's a great soccer podcast. These guys have their own thing with soccer that they're doing it better than anybody. If you're a soccer fan and uh, food stuff, you could ask uh, you could ask those guys questions. Yeah. He knows we do everything. a show called Fat Venture, uh, but subscribe to the YouTube, the Cooligans YouTube. We would absolutely love it. And uh, we're gonna do a Patreon together. We're gonna do one more Patreon that will be out uh, today. So um, until episode 300, which will be a special one, uh, you know, probably a special guest. Do something cool with that. I'm out of here. I'll talk to you guys then.